let's let's um let's start with a song. No, let's not. Let's start with you introducing What F. Okay, let's start with that. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to What F. I'm Gareth. That other guy is Richard. Um, let's get to know Richard. So let's start off with a couple of questions. First question: Can you name a famous pirate from history? Uh, Blackbeard. It said dark brown on the uh, on the packet, but you're <laughs> right. It is a black beard. I looked at myself and I was like, Am I really to be like a full grey beard? I don't think I am. So I got some dye and it said dark brown, which is the colour of uh, it's black. I, I, didn't, I didn't even notice, to be fair. I didn't notice. And now you're pointing out, I can't stop that. staring at oh, Fucking Charles II. Wow. Right. Yeah. So there's the, there's the first question. And the second question, because that was good, you, I, didn't even, I, I set you up for that. I, I didn't even hear anything. It's the only one I can remember. But you Amazing. look like you look Spanish. I tried to do it to Gabe earlier. He went, Long John Silver, Jack Sparrow. I'll give up. <laughs> Forget it. Forget it. Jack Sparrow? Straight. What do you mean, you... the fictional... Jack yeah. Sparrow, yeah. You've gone straight in with Blackbeard, so I appreciate that. Thanks. Okay. Um, and the second one is, what would you call something that the government doesn't want other people to see? So say they've got some documentation yeah. um, and it says something on it so that people can't look at it. What would that say? Classified. What's on Classified this week, Richard? Well, funny you should ask that because this week we have a um, Laura Graham on and she's talking about the Scottish witch trials and the fact that King James VI, who was also King ja James I of England at the same time, um, he thought he was doing the right thing by burning a load of young women and uh, clearing the world of evil. They genuinely thought he was some sort of saviour and then he went on to write the Bible. Oh no, he did the Bible first. Um, yeah. That morning, um, I didn't write the Bible. He did his own version. A he remix. did his own, yeah, a remix like Jive Bunny and the Master Mixers. Yeah, um, and and the King James Bible is is one that's still kind of doing the rounds, isn't it? Yeah, you can get it in your local bookstores. You can get it online. I think God sells it um, on Amazon at the moment, and I think you can get you can get him doing the uh, audible version. I think God does an audible version of the King James Bible as well. So um, King James couldn't do his own audible because he was out murdering young women at the time. And he's Scottish, so it'd be a bit confusing sometimes. What it's, we're saying. It's a and little G bit like Jesus that. went up to the mountain and was like. Fuck! It's fucking huge, God. Yeah, I don't think I don't think that's gonna wash that one. I think Christians we, don't like swearing. They don't, and we'll come to that in a minute. But let's have a look. Let's see what's on Gareth Five. What what night does it go out? If it's Thursday today, you've confused me. It's Wednesday well, today. In real yeah, world. yeah, but like in what earth world? It's Gareth Ike, What would it go out of if you were putting it out later on today? Thursday night. Oh, Gareth Ike tonight. Oh, right, yeah. So, on Gareth Ike tonight, this week, two days ago. Um, I still Makia haven't Freeman, worked out how we do this, to be honest. Makia Freeman, who is a journalist, um, we're chatting. There's a couple of guys that I've forgotten the name of because I've not actually interviewed them yet. One's called Ben. Um, they're doing something called the Big Fat Challenge, and it's actually, like, it's not an eating contest. It's basically talking about the demonization of fat and how we actually need more fat in our diet. And so it's actually, you know, talking about that. Um, and then I've got also no ability to think and remember 
who I am. Oh, Scott Shara um, is is on to talk about the the court case um, over in the United States where they're taking the hospital to uh, court because his 19-year-old daughter had a do-not-resuscitate order put on her and was basically allowed to die during the Rona. Jesus. Um, so that's horrendous. So they're, they're, they're you know, going legal on that. So we're going to talk about that. Do you know what I also found out today about the Rona? It killed Arthur Fowler. Did apparently. it? The actor died of it. He was 92 years old. He also had pneumonia and, according to the family, he had been very sick for a long time, but it was definitely the Rona that got him. It was also... Died on the allotment about 15 years ago. I saw it. He died in 1996, mate. Killed over. That was I that did, long. I did my research. Do you know how he died? I thought he died. He had a heart attack in the allotment because he was worried about something. Or did he fall under the Christmas tree? Can't remember. That's what they wanted you to think. He went to prison, wrongly accused of stealing money from the allotment fund. And they finally got him released. But he banged his head in prison, you see. And, and later on, that caused a brain hemorrhage. So he collapsed and died in Albert Square. Anyone around the world, we're talking about a fictional character of a pretty poor soap series. So if you don't get this sort of stuff anywhere else either, quite frankly. Do you know what else you can get other places? You can get CBD. Oh, where? If, you, if you go to supremecbd.uk and use the code WTAF, you get 40% off everything. Madness. Absolute madness. They're just giving it away. Yeah, for 40% of what it would have cost. Um, that's, yeah. And you use it, and it's helped you sleep, and maybe I need to start... I use I, it every night, actually, I've yeah. tried it, actually, but I don't think I've tried the, the good stuff, because um, it did help, actually. It did help calm me down, the old anxiety. Yeah, it's very good. Very good for anxiety. I'm not a particularly anxious person. I'm, I just have always struggled to sleep. Mm. So it's good for that. But I used it mainly for nerve damage because I've, I've got nerve damage in my shoulder, which is brutal. It's like being stabbed repeatedly. Um, so I imagine is is what Gandhi and Caesar. I'm basically comparing myself to Gandhi and Caesar. Yeah, yeah. And that's what um, I thought when you had your beard done this morning. I didn't recognise it was the beard, but I thought it's a bit like Caesar today. Chicken I do like Caesar. I like a chicken Caesar wrap. Yeah. Big fan of chicken Caesar. Um, okay, right. Let's start with what else then, Richard. First one, right now. There's a poll been done. I don't know where this poll was done. Presumably either Brighton or San Francisco, um, but I'm assuming Brighton because it's apparently Britain. Uh, more than a third of Brits do not know that transgender women are biologically male. I'm calling bullshit on that. So wait a minute. So let's just unpack that for a second. So. If you went up to someone in Brighton and you said to them, do you, do you, what do you think of transgender males? How would they respond? I don't know. Brilliant. I don't think they know. But would they not know what a transgender male is? They well, don't I'm even know the term? I, I'm assuming it's basically saying more than a third of Brits don't realise that Eddie Izzard's a bloke. How? I don't know. I'm, 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 like I say, I'm calling bullshit on it. I don't yes. think it's the case. I think. But what's the what's the point of the of the poll? What's it trying to make it make it? Well, well, I think they they, they try and do polls because people generally want to try and fit in, don't they? So if like, oh, we've done a poll and eighty five percent of people think that everyone should get the jab, then if you're in that sort of fifteen percent that doesn't think you should get the jab, then I'm saying like, oh god, I'm in the minority, mate. I don't like that. And so, obviously, they can't come straight in with 97% of people. So they just start with a third, and then it will slowly grow as mm. as the kids that are currently being indoctrinated to believe that trans women are women 
are they? Why did you prefix it with the word trans then? Um, once they start to believe that, then then that just becomes more common knowledge. And it's bollocks, isn't it? It'll be one of those things that's like, everyone knows that. No, they don't. Quite clearly. Quite clearly, a lot of people no, in Bolton they, don't. No, that we're Bolton, we're Barmy, we're on the piss tonight. Um, <laughs> I've got another one, which I'll quickly say, because it ties into it. Eddie Izzard's standing in Brighton, right? And that made me laugh. Because what he's done is he's obviously, he tried to stand in Sheffield, and Sheffield went, no, I'm not up north, mate. I'm not <laughs> having that. I'm not pretending. Yeah. Right? So he's gone, right, well, I'm, I'm, I really want to be a politician. So where shall I stand where people will believe that two and two equals five? Brighton. Why did he specifically choose Brighton? Is there a... Is that because it's just more, I don't want to say open-minded, because that's clearly not what I'm going for here. Um, are they just more susceptible to nonsense? Yeah, and they will, I mean, they're the only place that's been electing the Greens forever. Um, but I don't know how much they're going to continue to elect the Greens, because they don't actually do anything apart from pontificate and virtue signal, basically Labour. Um, so maybe they think, you know, he might have a chance in Brighton. Okay, well, it's just, it's just all mad, isn't it? But what's he going to what's he going to say in Brighton? Because when he was in Sheffield, it was all very much. I grew up in Sheffield. Have you got a Northern accent back now? Yeah, um, you know, my dad was there, so now you know we used to put three meals a day down the pit, sort of bullshit to try and sort of kind of you know make people sort. Of, oh yeah, I can relate to him. Yeah. I've got I've got a dad, and I've had food. Three meals. Um, I've had three meals last Sunday, and the pit is a well. It's a nightclub now, but it used to be the it used to be the place to go to work. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so I don't know what he's going to say in Brighton. What what political nonsense he's going to come out with there? I suppose. Do you want? I I wear high heels as well. Yeah. Do you want? Oh, cool. Do you want to wee in the women's? Do you want to wee in the women's? Vote Why would for you me. Want to wee in the women's. Like, I get women that want to wee in the men's because there's never a queue. But if you're a bloke, it's like, I can walk into the man's there, there's never a queue in the bloke, so let's just go in there, bosh. Or I can stand in the corridor queuing. Because could you ever, ever, have you ever stood at the toilet, like at the urinal, and if you had three men queuing up directly behind you, that'd be off-putting, I would have thought. Yeah, you get stage fright, didn't you? (laughs) I, I, it used to be like that at football. You would literally, you'd be stood there weeing into the trough. And you could feel the like person behind you. Like, you could literally feel like they were that close. And you'd be like, come on, backing off, mate. I've got some on my leg now. It's not even mine. Yeah. Yeah. So then so they just started going in the sink. Fuck <laughs> so he's standing there. I don't understand why he thinks that, that politics is his next venture. Maybe he's been pushed into it because there's much. I think there's much more going on with him in the background there. It's all a bit over the top. Well, yeah, I mean, he's a complete narcissist, isn't he? And what what, what, what do narcissists like? They like power, don't they? Or at least the perceived power. Maybe that's why. Yeah, possibly. Possibly could be that simple. I'd like to also make make a, um, uh, a point of saying that I am going to try not to swear so much in this podcast. Because... That's crazy. Is that because a viewer emailed um, the support desk to say that you swear too much? Yes, and I... And I... I, uh, when I genuinely listen back to to this, I do kind of don't like it when I swear so much. So I'm going to try and stop swearing so much. So it was a valid point. 
But as you pointed out, it is actually called what the actual fuck is the podcast. Is the name of the podcast? Yeah, I swear far too much. I'm awful for it. But then, I'm, but then, like, but they never swear. went for you, Gaz. They and then I don't swear me. in the house. Like I don't swear around the kids. No, I don't either. And I also don't swear on on classified, um, and any other show I do. It's just this is more of a relaxed format. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you are only ever really like sweary about Jesus and stuff, aren't you? I've learned from that. <laughs> Love that. Don't mention Jesus. <laughs> well, the aliens are coming, so maybe we'll have a little have a, have to have a swear that day because it's going to be such a shock when the, the fake alien invasion turns up. So let's have a look. They found a new human. Go on. Go on. Researchers claim hip bone of an infant in France who lived 45,000 years ago. That's a find, isn't it? Because I can't even find my keys half the time. It's an old kid. <laughs> Belonged to an unknown human lineage. Great word. Scientists may have discovered a new human species for a second time this week. <laughs> what a week. What a week. Cool, you, you, go, you go a few hundred thousand years with nothing and then two buses come at once. Yeah, anthropologists in France found a 45,000-year-old pelvic bone of an infant. You sure you went digging around in Gary Glitter's back garden? Which is neither a match to the Neanderthals nor Homo sapiens. So who? Who could it be? Because it's neither... neither... It's not an infant, Richard. It's a grey alien. <laughs> the hip bone was found with the remains of 11, of 11 Neanderthals in Croce du Rini Cave. Um, later settled by the anima- was it anatomically modern humans. So we went there a bit later. But they found it with 11 Neanderthals. So they found a bone and went, these are Neanderthals, 11 of them we got here, but we don't know what this is. Because they've just been smacking each other over the head with a pelvic bone. for. I could tell you exactly what it is. That's the original French football team and the mascot. <laughs> That's true, yeah. That is true. But they didn't thought that. No, of course they wouldn't have done, because they're scientists. The artefact was compared against two Neanderthals, hopefully the one, and 32 modern baby bones. Where'd you get those from? Gross. Finding its shape was different from both species, but slightly closer to the modern humans. So it's close to humans, but it's not human, and it's not Neanderthal. So therefore, wink, wink, nod, nod, here comes the aliens, I, th- I believe. This is all coming out now, isn't it? So... The narrative, I was thinking, I was writing my monologue for the show um, three days ago, and um, <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. You know, where like, there's a narrative for a bit, right? And you sort of, you know, you, they do it to death. Like, we had the Rona for like three years, didn't we? They do it to death. And then once they feel like, oh, actually, that's dying a little bit, we'll give them, you know, the, the Ukrainian invasion, all that sort of stuff, right? And then we'll do that for a bit. Whereas I was just thinking, like, two weeks ago, we had that deadly virus flying across Europe, didn't we? Killing everyone, even though no one died, no one knew it, about it. Was it the X one? No, that's another one. Wow. So that one was flying across Europe, and it's almost certainly, scientists have said, it's almost certainly going to come over here on a dinghy or whatever. So we had that. And then last week, the Rona was back, wasn't it, infecting everyone down the south. Then, then we were boiling to death in 15-degree drizzle. <laughs> um, then disease X... Yeah. And now aliens. And it's like, this is all in the space of about 10 days. I can't, I, it's too much. It's too that's, much. That's what we said, though, isn't it? It's the confusion of it all. Too much. You'll believe it, anything eventually because you just like, don't care. It's literally like you've got a fear porno mag and someone's just flicking the pages really quick. And you're like, ah, oh, I was looking at that. 
No, I even no, caught up. <laughs> yeah. You fear porno mags from now. I've got the fear porno mag. So it's like, oh yeah, that one's got pigtails. Yeah, that's great at that one. Here we go. Who's right. the next? Yeah, here we go. Here we go. Did you see her singing outside of something? She was singing with her mates. She still looks just odd. Like she's in her twenties now, but it just looks like. Have you ever seen the film with the? girl i think i mentioned it before that you find out later on that this girl that they've it's called the orphan the kid that that, that they took home was actually turned out to be like a 38 year old woman and she goes around and kills everyone um, oh yeah you did tell me about that yeah it's really weird but she does look like that she doesn't age does she no yeah it is she is yeah sort of 14 forever maybe it was her hip bone that they found a previous hip bone that they found there Forty-five thousand years she's probably been around Actually, the Greta era. She's a to Greta. be fair, it could have been my hip bone, couldn't it? Because mine got cut out, my bonkers Perthes disease bone-wasting hip from when I was a kid. So maybe that's what they found. Oh, uh, and then they just can't... They say it's 45,000 years old because they don't know yeah, what's Yeah, they're just making it up. It's an Ike. They're just making it up, mate. It's just I, I feel that old at the minute, to be honest. Maybe yeah. that's what it is. God, that's weathered. Go on then. What's the next one? So, so that's more. We've got more on the narrative of UFOs later. But yep, next one. So my next one was actually going to be the disease X. Okay. Um, and the fact that they're suddenly developing a vaccine. No one knows what it is. No one's got it. What? What do you mean, disease X? It's literally like the worst, unimaginative name. We'd be better off calling it disease Twitter. Yeah. But. All of a sudden, Porton Down, which is obviously the bio lab, the UK's leading military bio lab, which was where, um, right next to Salisbury, where that, that PSYOP didn't take place to demonise Russia a few years ago. Um, it's a deadly nerve agent that can kill loads of people, and it was released in Azizis, but only one homeless person died. All right. Basically wipe out an entire town, but not this time. It's different. But, yeah, they're developing a vaccine there. Important down. So you're right. So you've just got this bio lab where they have like lots of different animals and diseases in it. So I was going to develop develop a vaccine there for a disease that no one knows anything about. So they're not. It's not that they're developing a disease called X, not the vaccine, is it? It's just bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. And, and as as normal, you know, the bobbleheads just repeat like repeat it like, oh yeah, this is happening. Is it? Yes. Is thanks. it though? Where is, where's everyone with disease X then? Where's that? It's the same as Sadiq Khan going, oh, there's all these kids dying in the hospital because of the fucking ULEZ isn't big enough. No, they're not. No, they're not. It's getting to the point where you just, yeah, again, they just say anything and it doesn't even matter if it's true. And even if you, you talk back and you speak back and you point out why it's true, they just carry on anyway. And it's like this stubborn doubling down of nonsense. Um, that, yeah, Porton Down, that rang a bell when I, because I did read that one. And I was like, what, what were they involved with? I knew they were involved with something a few years back. So yeah, they're, they're renowned for, for all that. But, you know, obviously, you know, they're, they're now working round the clock to develop a cure for something no one knows about. <laughs> well, luckily, Gareth, luckily, you can eat all you want now. Because if you're a bit depressed by all of this news, you can eat anything you want, mate. Anything you want. Um, and uh, you can just you can just take a tablet. So wait... Way forward, it says in Health Magazine, scientists working on fat loss pill, which makes you skinny no matter how much junk food you eat. So what's it doing to your insides? Burning them. Amazing. Burning them and setting them on fire. You are boiling inside. You climate changing your liver. 
to death. Um, so it says how much you can, yeah, you can make you skinny no matter how much junk food you eat, make and they make a major breakthrough. Like that's a major breakthrough. Like that's not a major breakthrough, is it? It's no. it's basically allowing people to eat a load of shit and kill themselves slowly. So scientists, yeah. the new gods, working on a fat loss pill that doesn't require dieting, have a, had a major breakthrough in their research. <laughs> Boffins at the University of Texas have been testing the game-changing drug called CPACC that wards off weight gain on mice. Stop it! Don't you come here with your fatty fat. Experts hope it will be revolutionary in the fight against obesity. Do you know what's revolutionary in the fight against obesity? Not eating as much food. Not eating as much shite and exercising. Yeah. But then with this pill, again, you're not doing anything for the health. You're just getting rid of the excess fat. So you can be somewhat slender, still freaking depressed because you're not doing any exercise, so you're not getting any endorphins. And you can still keel over brown bread at 45. Yeah. Because you're not actually doing anything good for your body. But that's okay. I'll just take a pill or an injection or whatever to to make me not a fatty boom boom. But isn't it funny, though, because on the other end of the scale, you've got people injecting fat into their face to make them look like, I don't know what it look like, look like they're pressing their face up against my conservatory window all day long. Um, and then on this end, they're trying to get, they're taking a tablet. It'll be the same people that take fat loss pills that put fat in their face. Just sort of move it about a bit. Squash it down, push it under the skin like that. Just push it into your lip, the pout. Well, you know you can bind breasts. You might as well just bind your whole face. You look like a mummy for six weeks, and then walk out. You'd be well thin, probably covered in eczema. Have you ever seen the size of the shoes that some of the geisha women that had bound feet used to wear? No. Oh mate, it's extraordinary. Really? Why would yeah, they want tiny it's... feet? Because it was supposed to be a, like an attractive thing. So they would have their feet bound from childhood. It's like messed up. They must have been falling over all the time. Oh, Jesus. I know. I didn't yeah. know about that. I remember seeing some shoes at Osborne House, actually, of, of all places. And it was just really, really mental. Yeah, crazy. Oh, I know they uh, used to do their head so it would go in a funny shape. Oh, yeah, to look more like the gods. Yeah. Yeah, yeah crazy. Um, right. So all I've got written down here, Mitch, is journalism prof Sean Cox. Right? So let's... Break that down. Okay. Journalism prof, Shoham Cox. Jur journalism professor claims children should be exposed to adult genitalia to prepare them for seeing naked trans people in locker rooms in shocking jab at swimmer Riley Gaines. So let me have a look at the actual tweet. Yeah, let's unpack now, that because I'm a When bit I saw what she looked like, right, this professor, right. I could have described her 98, 99%. Shall I have a go? Go on. Short hair, like possibly a different colour, maybe green or purple not, in there. Not quite there, but the short hair, she's got shaved one side of the head. Right, okay, and it flips over, across. yeah, yeah, okay. She looks a little bit like that footballer who just kicked the ball over the, the, the bar and everybody laughed. Um, I would say she's probably a bit either really skinny or quite plump, um, nose ring. She's maybe. not got the nose ring, I don't think. She maybe. does have the red lipstick, black rim glasses, and the smug look of a knobhead. Okay, yeah, I was gonna. That was the other stuff I was gonna add. Yeah, this is like, um, guess who? For woke. 
So let me have a look at it. Let me get the actual tweet that they said. Hey, so the, the picture of her as well on her um, on her Twitter looks like she's wearing a mask still. I don't know if she is or not. Maybe that's just the lighting. Anyway, she starts it off with, hey. She's chilled, man. I'm just, hey. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, want to know one of my all-time excellent parenting ideas? Get on, then. So this is annoying to read this, right? So each word has a has a full stop after it. So it's a whole sentence of individual words. Don't waste but, them. But she does use the word vulva, which is interesting, right? Hey, want to know one of my all-time excellent parenting ideas? Oh, go on then, Dr. Kajathine. Please tell me. Let little children see penises and vulvas of various ages and sizes in a casual, normalised, totally safe way. In a casual, normalised, totally safe way. Yeah. What does she mean by that? The world will thank you for it. And so will those children when they grow up. Uh, they won't. They might come around and murder your dog. Like right. it's it casual let children see That's let children see vulvas and penises. Of various ages and sizes in oh. a casual, normalised, totally safe way. So what do you mean? What like like you just uh, what do you what would you be casual and normal like as a child? What are you doing? Oh oh god, sorry. Oh it's a cock. Oh is that it? straight is that, just gonna I'm just gonna go down the slide, Mum. Yeah, just Mind the cock when you come out the other end. What, uh, um, hey, hey. I mean, one, she's a doctor. Terrifying. She's also teaching children. Even more terrifying. Let little children see penises and vulvas of various ages and sizes in a casual, normalised, totally safe way. Why? Why is she not getting why, a knock on the door? Why do, you, why do you want little children to see penises and vulvas? I don't what, understand. What was her Stop explanation? It. It's like I saying, don't, let I them get know, a bit know, abused, so when they that. get really abused later on, they'll be used to it. Do you mean you're normalising it? Is that what you mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just bonkers. Well, it, it's, it's child abuse. It's grooming. That's what it is. Well, no, it is grooming. That was actually one of the comments to it. Was like, this is absolute. This is the absolute definition of grooming. I'd be interested yeah. to see if the university has done anything about this. Probably gave her a pay rise. Oh, Though yeah. knowing how liberalism is so persuasive in academia in Canada, I sadly doubt it. They probably cheered her on. Yeah, they probably did. They probably did. They probably put a picture of a fanny um, as her picture on the wall of... You know when you go and you see all the teachers? And you go, oh, that's Mrs... Um... Growler. Growler. <laughs> <laughs> it's bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. Imagine saying that sentence. Like, if you just... She's typed that out and gone... And now, especially now on Twitter, because it gives you the option, doesn't it? So, when, like, you think, like, you can, like, review it. So she's looked at it and gone, send in. Yeah, no, I'll check that. No, that's exactly what I want to say. Yeah, that's it. Ah. Yeah. Oh. Full stop. There you go, what's, send. What's, what's, what is wrong with her? But like I say, if you put a picture of her up, she looks exactly like you'd expect her to look. But again, we said this last week, uh, or a couple of weeks back, that these people are putting this out there, and it's always going to be evidential evidence for them to show look you will saying this weird shit when it turns on you and yeah. it's going to yeah exactly the, the the receipts are everywhere yeah and they don't get it they don't get how they've been 
being pushed, well, sort of allowed to set themselves up. Stupid. Really, really stupid. I mean, like this, yeah, gross. Absolutely gross. Um, let's have a look at this one. The more alien stuff, mate. The aliens are still here. Um, I think Rapinoe's penalty hit a UFO, didn't it? <laughs> I found it in my back garden. Yeah, it took out one of my rabbits. We did lose a rabbit in the week as well, but it wasn't it wasn't because he was hit by a penalty. How did um, you lose a rabbit? Died. Oh shit. I'm sorry. I thought you'd lost it as in like it just like disappeared. No, I know where my rabbits are. That this one passed away. Um <laughs> Um Harvard scientists Avi Loeb, which sounds a lovely name, claims he may have uncovered proof of alien life and will reveal it next month saying we should welcome the news. So here we go. The fake alien invasion is ramping up, so they've found a non-human or Nathan... How am I saying this? A Neanderthal... Neanderthal bone. Um, pelvis. Pelvis. And now he's found proof that aliens exist, but when you look at it, it it's, it's not. Um, an alien-hunting Harvard astrophysicist has said his research that may provide the existence of intelligence extraterrestrials life will be published in the next month. Professor A.V. Lube is leading an analysis of recovered fragments of the IM-1 meteor that disintegrated in January 2014, they knew well, over the Pacific of Manus Island, about 200 miles from Papua New Guinea. So that was the first bit. So he's found basically um, bits of a rock. So the IM... One's trajectory and speed strongly suggest the object was interstellar and Loeb is attempting to prove whether the object was engineered by using an analysis of tiny fragments recovered from the ocean floor. He says, it, basically, he's saying, look, it's not a real rock, it's a techno rock and it can't well, be I made by it's, us. It's a pissed rock if it's interstellar. Yeah, yeah, it gets over. He's a very angry rock as well at two o'clock in the morning and maybe smashing in some shop windows. What are we doing? What we are doing now is analysing the composition of the molten droplets that fell off this object when it was exposed to the fireball that it created as it moved through the air, Loeb told Fox. Basically, we found a rock. We don't believe it's a, it's a rock, as in a kind of organic rock. This is a bit of technology and we are going to prove that... It's designed by extraterrestrial intelligence. Um, and that's their proof. That's not the proof that I really, really was asking for, to be fair. That's not going to convince me. Um, how about you? How long, right, until they get a message from an alien race saying, you're doing what we did with our planet, and then we went to net zero and we saved our planet. You should do the same. Yes, yes, you're on to something there. You're doing, you're going where we, we are you from the future would be the one. We are you from the future. So not just a new, they'll do that one first. And if that don't work, they'll go into a different reality or metaverse. So we are you from the future. And because we didn't put ULES and 15 minute cities in place, now all of our children have tiny legs on normal sized bodies and swear consistently and look like Donald Trump. And that's not what you want. It's not what you want. Um, so, you know. Net zero, mate. That's the only thing. It's the only thing you can do. We're coming back from the future to warn you. Heed our warning. Heed our warning. And we tried to tell you about Jimmy Savile, but you wouldn't listen. You wouldn't listen. You had too much invested in it. 
<laughs> so yeah, I think you're right. I think that actually happened. So guys, remember this when we do get that call from the uh, ETs and that comes through because this is ramping up now. I'm gonna oh yeah, to yeah, this. yeah. Everything's coming at once. Did you know on the subject of climate change and net zero? Do you remember when last year there was that hot day where the world like just cooked and it was crazy? Britain hit like. 200,000 degrees centigrade. Yeah, I didn't and, um, blended my lower arm turn into my upper arm turn yeah. that day. Well, we, we spoke about it on this, I believe, where we were making the point that the three places where they did these meat readings, these temperature readings, one was Gatwick Airport. <laughs> the tarmac. Oh, so a giant tarmac. The other was at Connersby, which is a village in the north. And it was, oh, that doesn't make any sense, but it was actually at RAF Connersby, like, again loads of tarmac and there was another one which was also another RAF base so those are the three places well now they've revealed that when it hit that record-breaking temperature of 40 degrees or whatever it was as three RAF tycoons landed <laughs> right three RAF tycoons with jet propelled coming out the back they are hot them <laughs> they are hot them but luckily I've not got one of them in my garden <laughs> Yeah. So it's not going to affect me. Yeah. But that's but yeah, that's that's uh, what broke the temperature record. So when everyone when all the bobbleheads still really having your last year's record breaking temperatures, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's tarmac. Yeah, this yeah. year, basically they stuck they stuck the temperature checker thing in the oven. That was in the oven with a pepperoni pizza, and that pizza was all right. They didn't overcook it, but I mean, pretty melted when it came out. That's basically yeah. what. It's just so nonsense isn't it the air is now 400 degrees yeah in an air fryer <laughs> but that's not where we live or oh, you will if you don't get your 15 minute city sorted you will live in an air fryer gareth you i bought will. an air fryer the other day right and i took a photo of it because Gemma's down the aisle right with the kids i took a photo of it yeah i've bought this she just replied going this will give you cancer apparently for fuck's sake <laughs> What doesn't? What doesn't? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. I got I got um, told off because I was wearing earpods the other day um, because they give you cancer. Um, but they're Bluetooth and no one can explain to me how Bluetooth works. goes right through your anus. May as well do, yeah. Yeah. Why is it called Bluetooth? Because it goes right through your anus. Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that made me laugh anyway. Typhoons, tycoons. What? Typhoons. Yeah, typhoons. Sorry. There's loads of raccoons landed. Yeah. Uh, in Thailand. Um, the Washington Post. More climate nonsense. Uh, and we got a comment and I wanna, um, on, on one of the videos that we didn't talk about something that I'm going to come on to in a minute, which was about human eating human meat. But um, we do right. talk about climate change and we do talk about transgender stuff because it's part of the massive push at the moment. So if they weren't don't pushing want guitar it, lessons. We want <laughs> to talk it. These are benefits. Um, there are benefits to running on the treadmill, apparently. Running coaches and exercise scientists say, exercise scientists, as a record break in temperatures and poor air quality from the Canadian wildfires this year have made running outside risky or outright dangerous at times. <laughs> Can't run outside, Gareth. Stay in your house, mate. Stay in your house, run on the spot. 
Sounds a little bit like a rabbit on a wheel. Yes, it does. It does, it does sound like, it does sound yeah. like a rabbit on a wheel. And luckily, we've got this patent, 060606, that we can basically tap into the microchip in your brain and you can earn cryptocurrency by staying indoors Whoa. and running on a treadmill. It's like Black Mirror. It's a treadmill lockdown. It's a treadmill lockdown. The treadmill lockdowns. There are, however, benefits to running on a treadmill. I've read that bit. So treadmills are misunderstood by a vast majority of the people. Oh, that's so sad. I don't understand what it's saying. It's just whirring. I mean, I've got one at home, and I'll tell you what, don't put your dinner on it, because it just up, all up the wall. All up the wall it goes. And, um, like, you don't put your drinks on it. Definitely don't put the baby on it. I've seen so many people over the years of working in gyms fall off treadmills, mate. I fell off when it hurts. It never stops being funny. Yeah. Apart from the one time when the guy broke his leg, that was pretty brutal. But it, it never stops being funny just watching someone go because everyone goes pretty much in slow mo. Yeah, they, they do. Because oh, your your instinct to save yourself kicks in, and so you clamber in, you grab in, <laughs> and your legs are trying to go. Have you ever overrate. seen when someone tried to get back on? Because that's what I did after they fell off. Whilst yeah, the treadmill's still going. People try and do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just write it off, son. It's so, done. Stuff. Have you ever, when you were little, did you ever run so fast, you run too fast for your own legs and you fell over? Yeah, yeah, go forward. So you, you lean forward and then that's when you then get the slow-mo and your arms come in like that. Yeah, many times. Still do that now. Yeah, it's funny yeah, when yeah. you're older doing it. So treadmills are misunderstood by a vast majority of people, Paul Sons. Said James McKirby, he's obviously an exercise scientist, a running coach. Oh, sorry. I should have done my research. Having that option is important and can be pivotal in the success of someone's goals. Oh, I just don't know what you're going on about. Climate treadmill, stay indoors, run on the treadmill, hot outside, boiling, you're going to die. We've got these new hats, right, that you wear, just in case you fall over, because we've spoke about it. People fall over all the time on treadmills. It's very dangerous. They're very misunderstood and dangerous. Mm-hmm. Wear the, the helmet, so that protects you, and we just put a little string on it, and there's a carrot there. Yeah, chase it. And just once you it. get the carrot... It, the climate will def- come down, decrease. It will be one better. More. Yeah. Just one more sprint and I'm going to get that carrot. It's there. You can see it. Just... Go back to normal. Life will go back to normal. Utterly normal. Back to the 1980s. But you'll still have the internet and uh, free porn. Cash free. That's another conspiracy theory. Do you remember like, they want to get rid of cash? They want to get rid of cash? Oh, bloody hell, tinfoil at moon. Seems a little crazy, GIF. You know, it's really imaginative ones that they send every fucking time. That um, one. Australia's going cash free then. <laughs> the whole of Australia? Didn't see that coming. Really? Yeah, I don't need cash anymore. Why would you need cash? You don't need that in your pocket. I can't control your pocket. Yeah, well, exactly. I, I commented on this on my on Instagram and someone put a smarmy comment about, imagine thinking you're free if you're using cash that's that's come from a central bank and da-da-da-da-da. It's like, I didn't say that. I said that the transactions can't be... Yeah, it's a different level of freedom. It's a different level of freedom. You're never... So you're a slave. I was like, one, I never said that I was a... Like, I wasn't part of the system. But also... I'm not speaking about that. I'm talking about the fact that you can't trace it as quick, as easy. You have to you have some just, form of currency. You can spend currency. it on what you want. Yeah, you yeah. can spend it on what you want. It's cash. Just yeah. put it into the hand of whoever. But that's the point. Is that, that's what we that. need. Yeah. 
we do need that. We're going to have to go back to the whole bar system, but if they get rid of cash completely, what you'll have to do is go, you do me a favour, and I do you a favour, but then if you get caught doing that person who's not supposed to, who's a non-person a favour, you'll get yours. Well, that's the too. point, isn't it? Yeah. Because I, I thought that, actually, because I, I had played this jam for Freedom last weekend, and so I stayed in London at my mate Craig's house, and I was driving into London, and there was a homeless guy who was just stood at the roundabout, so I bunged him a fiver, like I just handed him a fiver out, but obviously once cash is gone, what do you do then? You have to pull around the corner and get him to nosh me off. <laughs> you could have done that for a fiver anyway. Um, I, I, don't know what, I don't know what he gets out of that, actually. Oh, okay. Just mate. I suppose mean. I'd have to nosh him off then, don't I? Yeah. That's if if, that's again, what he what's wants. He, what's he getting out of that? It's yeah, the barter like system. Really. I mean, it's he's cold point. and he's hungry. Were you there? Were you there? His last thing, it wasn't, I was cold, I was hungry, I was horny, were you there? That was it. It was, I was cold, I was hungry, I was naked, were you there? Do you remember that as a kid? And you always giggled in assembly. Yeah. I was cold and naked. Were you there? <laughs> and you're laughing. And now you think about it, and you thought you're like, that was a song about starving Ethiopian kids. Oh, was it? See, I didn't even know that. You just said. Yeah, that's what it was about, wasn't it? I just thought it was about Jesus. Well, well yeah. it probably, yeah, maybe it was about that. But I was, I was starving and hungry. I remember it was around the era of the Ethiopian famine, late '80s, horrendous. I think it's still going. I wrote a letter to President Gorbachev and got on the telly. As a kid. Did you really? I did, yeah. No. Mum's still got it on video. Yeah, what do you I wrote, mean? It's a primary school kid. See, I was always set up for this life. And, um, yeah, I wrote a letter to President Gorbachev telling him to stop selling arms to Ethiopian rebels because it was prolonging the civil war. How old were you? I didn't even know how to spell Ethiopia. Well, I couldn't kid. say Ethiopia, so I had to read it out on South Today, BBC South Today. And I was there going, the famine in Ethiopia. It took three attempts. How old were you? Uh, well, primary school, so eight. Really? Oh, you were way above me there, way ahead of me in this. Because I didn't start Seven. looking to this stuff into my mid twenties. It was it was described by the presenter as politics with with a, a, a lowercase p. <laughs> I remember that still annoying politics you now. Politics with a lowercase p. Yeah. yeah. Oh, because I'm a kid. It's lowercase, is it? <laughs> Wait, Gorbachev get... never did reply. Of course he didn't. He's De- not Bob, but he's too busy trying to draw that thing on his head. He's dead, isn't he? He did have a map of Africa on his head, didn't he, in, in, in birthmark form. Yeah, it was incredible. Um, go on, you go next, and then I've got one. I've got one. Um, well, I've got... I'll, I'll go two more, uh, and I'll do... I've only got two more, but I'll do two more. The rapper no thing made me laugh. Not that... I mean, I laugh that the US are out, to be honest. They've won two World Cups on the bounce or whatever it is. I'll get them out of the way, because then England have got more of a chance. So that's fine. And it being her that missed the penalty as well sort of apt to happen really the one that actually just fucking hates America and is happy for trans um, well biological men to take the place of women's place in sport she's fine with that yeah. when we spoke about it we were talk- I was talking about the fact that it's fine for her because she's retired but obviously she hasn't but she is now I think this was her last game so she's she had a chance to win it so she scores her penalty she wins and they're through to the quarter final and she does a Chris Waddle on it and probably oh, just like mate Bosh got Waddle, wasn't it? Ball's got snow on it. Um, and then they ended up losing to Sweden. Um, so that made me laugh. But what I thought was quite funny, and I saw people notice it, she blazes it over the bar, and as she walks away, she's laughing. Now, it can be like obviously like an awkward laugh, and I get that, but it just seemed like a bit odd that you would be laughing about that. You know, most people would be crying, but there you go. Um, so, yeah, I've just touched on that briefly. This one, right, let me get this story up, mate, because this is great. This is from The Express. 
So they've taken a break from talking about inheritance tax and Princess Diana, um, which seems to be all they normally talk about and have done for the last however many years. Um, so let me just put this in here so I've got the actual article up. Inclusive terms, right? So policeman's gone. What? What do we call them? Um, policeman and chairman are to be axed, right? I assume just the words are being axed and we've not got a bloodbath on our hands. <laughs> Magistrates have been given a slew of new inclusive terms to follow in another shake-up of things you can and can't say. Magistrates have been given new guidance for what words should they should and shouldn't use, with words like policeman and chairman being scrapped in favour of terms that are gender neutral. Instead, policeman will be replaced by replaced by police officers, and chair will be used instead of chairman. Right? Are you going to get? Can you get me a? Oh, can you get me a chair to sit on? Hang on, mate. Sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. See, those two, right, okay, whatever, um, person hole cover. Um, but these next ones I didn't really get. So additional guidance states that magistrates mustn't say disabled person, but must rather say person with a disability. What's the difference? Because they're choosing to bring it along with them. He called me a disabled person rather than a person with a disability. Same thing, mate. Potato... Yeah. I don't so, think a disabled person's that bothered. They're more bothered about living with the disability that they have and functioning than worrying about you've called did you call me did you call me a disabled person? This next one, right? This the phrase committed suicide or taken their own life is also out. It's been replaced with died by suicide, now considered the appropriate phrase. What's it matter? What's the difference? They committed suicide. They took their own life. No, no, no. They died by suicide. It's yeah, that's offensive. what I just said. That's just what I just said, mate. Yeah. They're offended. How do you know they're offended? They're, they're dead. No, we can't say dead anymore. They're they're ceased living. They've ceased living now by their own choice. Hands. What's funny is um, they they got a Tory politician to comment on it. MP Nigel Mills, right? He's the MP for Amber Valley. I wrote to him about the COVID jab, saying this is going to fuck shit up. You write and, a lot of letters. How old were you when you wrote that one? That was two years ago. And then he, he wrote me back, or probably his secretary did, just basically cut and pasting a load of shit from the World Health Organization, which I then replied to with a load of facts that he never replied to me with. But there you go. Um, he's, he's basically saying this is just going too far. Policemen have been policemen since time began. Not, not since time began. That's not true. They weren't. They weren't. Uh, police officer, that T-Rex has just taken my arm off and he won't give it back. Yeah. Hello, uh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. Excuse me, police officer, can you have a word with that treadmill? <laughs> I'm just misunderstood. <laughs> with the backlog of cases, surely magistrates need to focus on punishing criminals rather than worrying about upsetting people with the wrong words. I agree with you, Nigel. If you look at a picture of Nigel, though, he looks like um, one of the guys from um, League of Gentlemen. Oh, that's unfortunate. Yeah, he really does. He, he looks like... If you can imagine him in a butcher's outfit with kind of quite blotchy red skin, he's that guy. Is he got one of them? If anyone's ever watched The League of Gentlemen. I used to love The League of Gentlemen. It really made me laugh. Yes, not that particular one. No. But... One of the three. One of yes. the three. But yeah, so so there you go. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't understand if you could say the person's disabled. No, the person's got a disability. 
That one I can't get my, I can't what I get said. my head around. I said that. But it goes to, like, when they change the rules, I've told you this before, haven't I? When, when um, I talked to my mate David, and um, he was telling me about some of his mates back in London, and he was saying they were all going, why am I a person of colour again? I got called coloured in the 70s and 80s, and it was a racial, it was racial, like it was yeah. abuse. And then I went to being black, and I was fine with that. And now all, all of a sudden I'm coloured again, but it's personal colour. I didn't, no one asked me, like, I don't want to be called that. <laughs> they don't care, do they? Of course they don't. It's, it's not like, I'm being more inclusive by going back to pretty much what they used to shout at you on the bus in the 1970s. <laughs> oh, cheers, mate. That's wonderful. Let's Thanks include, for that. Let's be equally, yeah, let's all be horrible to each other. Exactly, and at least we've got equality. <laughs> exactly. So this one was a comment on um, one of our videos. We hadn't mentioned this. Now, I didn't even see this. But what it turns out to be was a fake documentary, which in itself is quite um, is quite interesting. Earlier this week, Greg Wallace, the British Miracle Meat, about, I'm um, sorry, the British Miracle Meat was a documentary about a gruesome new food development caused a stir. But it was the latest satire masquerading as reality. Right, to Neil Armstrong. Not the um, bloke went on the moon. Is he? So he's he, he, he's the buttery biscuit base. He's a buttery biscuit base guy. I didn't know that. So on Monday night in the UK, this is a few days ago or early uh, late July, viewers settled in to watch a new documentary by Greg Wallace, the British Miracle Meat, with mounting horror. Wallace, a genial broadcaster, best known for co-presenting the BBC's cooking reality show Master Chef was fronting a half-hour Channel 4 programme about a new... And I love the way they say, the, yeah, because um, the BBC obviously does, um, and that's that's submitting it, fund Channel 4 programmes, um, was fronting a half-hour Channel 4 programme about a new developing development in food technology. This, he said, beaming and holding out a steak, is engineered human meat. That's right, a protein made from human cells. It looked like lightly marbled beef. Good Harvest, we were told, is a company producing six tons of engineered human meat every day. Wallace was given a tour of production plant um, where cakes were grown in nutrient dishes from the slices of human flesh provided by donors. The enthusiast Wallace enlisted um, Chef Michael Roos Jr. to sample some more steaks with him. So they're basically eating humans. Um, everyone was watching us thinking this was real as well. Now, I didn't know about this. Um, someone commented on it why we hadn't covered it. But the comment didn't suggest that this was satire. So I don't know if they know that this was satire. Um, by now, most viewers had realised this wasn't real. It was a spoof inspired for, by Jonathan Swift's and Modest proposal. The author's satri satirical, satirical 1729 essay suggesting that poor people in Ireland should sell their children's food to the rich. Which was referred to at the end of the program, but the but the issue is, and he made some comments in there. So people were watching it, thinking it was real. It wasn't. What was the point in doing that? Anyway, like, why make a funny comedy thing? He's not known for comedy. He's not a comedian. Um, why would they bother putting something out where he's fronting eating dead people as comedy satire? The only thing I can think of is he's just pushing it into the um, social consciousness of people or Buttering it's a case them. of that the elites are doing that and so by mocking it and taking the mick out of it and making it satire you kind of you you create this sort of firewall where anyone that talks about that is oh god yeah you've been watching that channel 4 yeah. satire program yeah I, I think you probably can absolutely hit the nail on the head there that is kind of taking the sting out of it isn't it because what a weird thing to do anyway yeah he's um 
he said something recently, didn't he, Greg Wallace? He, he, he found he's one of those that found himself in hot water. Did he? You know how they do. Yeah, I don't know what he he said something. Oh, he might have found himself in hot water, so he had to front a thing about eating dead people for a laugh. I think people tried to cancel him. Right. Oh, here we go. Wait a minute. Three weeks ago, this was. He never meant. Right. So he's so he's apologised then, I guess. Where are we? Let's. Greg Wallace leaves BBC after insisting I never meant to cause offence. Right, what's he said? Something factual, probably. <laughs> um. Daily Mirror's been a knobhead. MasterChef star Greg Wallace has left BBC's Inside the Factory after being accused of offending female members on the show, which he's presented for seven years. Um, right, what's he done? He's allegedly offended female members working on the show, with a source saying the former greengrocer was rude towards staff. Um, well, yeah, I think most, most people at the BBC are quite rude and obnoxious. He spoke in a derogatory manner, especially to women. Is that it? So there's no specifics here. That's just like, oh, I heard he's not very nice. That's yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Okay. Greg said something someone didn't like. So he's upset someone there, and then he's going to go over to Channel Four and make a documentary, a mockumentary about people eating dead people, um, which will cover up the fact that the elites probably are doing this and been doing it for a long time. Uh, yeah, oh. maybe, but he said derogatory stuff, so I imagine he should probably be cancelled and never allowed to work or eat or live again. Unless he does what they tell him to, which is make documentaries like that. Um, strange world. Here come the aliens, climate change, um, dead people getting eaten, and you can get fat and take a pill. Take so, a pill, man. That's cool, isn't it? Cool, isn't it? Where can people get their CBD from if they're really struggling with the fact that this world is bad? crazy i don't think i've sworn at all today thank you've done really well they can go to supremecbd.uk and use the code wtaf um and you get 40 percent off awesome. all right guys we'll see you in a week's time remember to check out the website whatafpodcast.co.uk and you can share this from iconic.com it's free to watch and please do share the podcast so it's growing every week we appreciate Exp- it exponentially that's the one Big. It's growing big. Um, And we appreciate you and your faces. Thank you. Love you.